Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny, Lady Chow Fung, and Adam. And we were going to talk about The Blade, a 1995 film tonight. Unfortunately, we ran into some logistical issues, and so we're going to have to push it forward to one of our uh, future open weeks. So hopefully the next month or the following month, we'll, we'll get back to reviewing The Blade. Uh, it's, it's a film we really want to talk about, but we, uh, we need to make sure everybody has a copy. So, um, so we will do that. And uh, speaking of copies, one of the things that is helping us to, to procure these copies is uh, the people that are uh, our, 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 our patrons at our Patreon account. So uh, we, we, we want to thank everybody who's contributing, but we also wanted to you know, suggest to people who might be interested in supporting the podcast to check out the Patreon page and see if uh, it's something you'd like to support. Uh, if you don't want to and you just want to listen, that's fine too. But we're, we're always happy to, uh, to have people supporting the podcast. And so tonight what we, we decided to do, because we obviously, uh, you know, it, it, it turned out uh, too late for us to, to uh, you know, change course that we weren't going to have the movie for everybody. We're just going to do an open conversation, uh, you know, ab- about Wuxia, about the show and about other topics. And, you know, hopefully people will enjoy it. Uh, before we get into the conversation, I wanted to everybody to get a chance to introduce themselves because we don't really usually talk about who we are and people might not even know who we are. So, uh, so why don't, you know, why doesn't everybody just kind of introduce themselves to the listeners, uh, starting with you, Kenny? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Kenny. Um, I, um, am of, uh, Hong Kong descent, so I've sort of been growing up with watching lots of uh, TVB dramas and um, loads of sort of kung fu action movies from you know the 90s Hong Kong um, film period, and um, yeah, and I met Brendan through um, playing uh, Wandering Heroes of Logo Gate, um, which I got into via reading web novels and then um, Deathblade. Uh, and, and Brendan sort of promoted uh, Wandering Heroes on the Wuxia World Forums, and that's where I sort of got, got to know them, and um, and eventually, you know, joined the podcast, and uh, yeah, the rest is history for me. <laughs> I'm Lady uh, Kao Fung, and actually my real name is Dion, so you hear Brendan call me Dion occasionally on the podcast, and um, I'm an English as a second language teacher, and I've really started falling in love with uh, the Chinese culture back when I was a child. And my, the first movie I ever saw was Shaolin Temple in the very early 80s. It's a 1976 film. And that got me started. And I've been watching uh, wuxia and martial arts movies ever since. I met Brendan through his blog, I was starting a blog of my own and I started reading his and I loved listening to his podcasts and he invited me on and I've been doing it over a year now. So thank you, Brendan. Oh, and I should mention, Um, you corrected me too. That's how we've had our first encounter. I remember that you corrected (laughs) misinformation on my blog about, um, I think the five deadly venoms. I think I got one of the actors names wrong and, and you corrected it. And, uh, and then I started, and then I was like, oh, who's that? And I checked out your blog. And so that's how uh, we ended up uh, talking about movies together. Um, so I'm sorry, I interrupted you, though. That's okay. Um, and the Venom, Venoms are my favorite uh, movie group to watch. Yeah, I'm Adam. I, uh, I, unlike the other two, I came into this with almost no Usha background whatsoever. I was doing other reviews on other topics with Brendan for a while. Like we did Babylon 5, Doctor Who, and so on. Things utterly unrelated to Usha. And uh, he asked me if I wanted to come in on this. And I, it's like, wow, here's a genre of movies I've been completely oblivious to. So why not? And... Uh, and, you know, in the time I've done this, I've kind of gone from being, you know, before the podcast, I'd, I'd seen the very obvious ones like, you know, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon and, uh, and Hero, I'd say were about the only two things you could potentially count, uh, which are not the most representative examples. And so I, uh, but, but I, I've, I've gone deeply into this over the last six months or so and I, I i'm really enjoying learning about this and uh and obviously i'm i'm brendan davis um you know i i uh 
Uh, I guess my main thing is I, I do Bedrock games, but increasingly I've been kind of focusing probably more of my energy than anything on on watching and talking about wuxia movies and reading wuxia books and and things like that and so um uh yeah so you know and people that follow the podcast probably know me plenty so i don't really need to talk about myself um but i was looking at the list of movies that we've done and i know not everybody present today will have watched all of these movies because you know this is Right now, we're sort of at our, this is sort of the group that we we ultimately assembled. But in the early days, it was kind of a, you know, we, we were trying different mixes of people and some people were in and out. And so, uh, you know, but but total, we've done about 62 movies, I think, on the on the podcast, which is which is an awful lot when you think about it. So I think that kind of ties to what you were saying, Adam. Where you, know, you just feel like you you've had like this crash course and yeah, um, I feel I feel like you know I should be introduced myself as the guy who doesn't know anything about Usha, who's who's kind of the the fresh influence, but I don't feel like that anymore. It's like I've I've seen a, a lot of these movies now, and I've watched ones now, on my own too. So now, it's not even just the ones we've reviewed. Now you're now you're a jaded Usha viewer, and you can you exactly. Can... So, um, so I, I guess the first thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, because we've done so many movies, is there a film that everybody can agree is all of our favorite movie that we've, we've reviewed? I don't know if we're going to be able to do this because out of 62 movies, <laughs> I think it's unlikely that we all equally like one of them the best, but maybe there's one that's, that we can all at least agree is like, you know, one that we really think is a good film um so i don't know if people want to recommend a movie they they would nominate um you know and we could start from there yeah it's it's a bit hard for me because i you know obviously getting into this with a bit of bias for certain movies like shaolin soccer for me is one of my favorite movies just because um it was very uh memorable when i was a child um the rest of the movies, you know, a lot of stuff I hadn't come in contact with um, prior to the podcast. So, um, yeah, I, I, I find it a bit hard to put those among my favorites just because, um, you know, I've only seen those movies like once or twice each. And um, whereas Shadow Soccer, I remember distinctly watching it at least 12 times when I was young. <laughs> so, okay, maybe that's a bit exaggerated, but. Uh, Half a dozen to a dozen times, you know. It's uh, I I used to have it on VCD. I would I would agree. It's one of my favorites that we reviewed, and I but I also have some nostalgia for that movie because I was I I was um you know I was dating somebody very important to me when that movie came out, and that was one of the movies we watched. So um I think that you know I I might have some lingering nostalgia. I don't know what 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 do you guys think of Shaolin Soccer as a possible number one movie? It's definitely not my favorite on the list. Okay, all right, we got one down vote, so that means it's not it's not on the list anymore. I, I don't have to say anything now; it's already been struck down. But uh, no, I uh, yeah, I would I would be okay with uh, having that as the choice. But uh, let's see, it's I mean, because I, I guess I guess a way to judge it is to think about what podcasts were you most kind of enthused and really enjoying talking about, and. Uh, I, I I'm remembering the sequel, but I'm blanking. Uh, uh, oh, Duel of Death. That was uh, that that was one where we, we really had an enjoyable time talking about it. I don't know if I'd say it's the greatest movie we've watched or anything, but uh, or wait, Duel of Fists. That's what I mean. Duel of Fists. I remember being oh, yeah, one yeah. that people were very very enthusiastic about when we talked about even. So I know that's just coming to mind as something to throw out there. Of course, calling out a Wuxia movie is kind of iffy, but uh, that's well, the same for Shadow Soccer because I, I wouldn't classify Shadow Soccer as a Wuxia movie at all, to be honest. That's true. That's true. So well, we're we're <laughs> well, we can always pick a top movie regardless of category and a top Wuxia movie if we want to. Um, but okay, what did other people think of Duel of Fists as a as a possibility? I mean, that's a that's an interesting one. You know, it's got a lot of Muay Thai in it, and it's uh. You know, yeah, I'm just going by the level of enthusiasm when we talk. Well, like just the enjoyment when we talked about it. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't there for the um, duel of oh, fists. Oh, so I can't, right. I can't come around that. If you all agree that it's a... Well, uh, well no, let's get no, Lady Chalfona's opinion on it, and then we'll we'll see if we can find a movie that gets more votes than it. Um, I like Duel of Fists. It's one of my favorite movies to watch. Uh, it's by one of my favorite directors. And uh, it has two of my favorite actors in it. So um, I like it. I'm not saying it's my favorite that we've reviewed, but I do like it a lot. Okay. Yeah, I just remember I just remember us all all being pretty positive about it. That's why I, I'm throwing it out there. Um, all right, that's that's all very fair. Um, what about Bride with White Hair? That was probably one of my yeah. tops. Um, I'd be I'd be comfortable with that. That's high. That's pretty high on my list. I actually remember what happens in it, so that's uh, pretty high praise. Because I have I have the memory of a of a leaky sieve. So uh, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the fact that I remember the plot to it is is is, is like a you can, that's like a triple thumbs up from me. <laughs> it's it's tough when you're watching so much close together too. I've got to admit, there's a number we've watched where they've they've blurred a bit for me. That can definitely happen. Yeah, I guess it's also um, sort of like distinct for me as well because Brendan and I started reading um, the, the 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 novel um, for Bride of White Hair. We didn't get to finish reading it because we wanted to, we wanted to do um, a, a review of the novel itself as well. Um, so that that also has sort of helped reinforce the movie in my head. That even though it's completely different, very different. I wouldn't say completely different. The the, the overarching plot is still the same, but. Uh, it, the fact that you know I, we watched the movie and then sat down to read, I'd say we got halfway through at least, uh, really helped to um, reinforce it in my memory as well. So, um, but all things considered, it was a pretty good story as far as it goes, and I, I and, and I thought the movie was pretty good as well. So it's uh, quite high up on my list there. Yeah, I thought I thought. Oh, go ahead, lady. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I I really enjoyed Bride with White Hair. Also, um, it really solidified my uh, view of Brigitte Lynn as a an awesome actress, and she's like one of my top three act favorite actresses at the moment. So yeah, I really enjoyed that one. And then we got to see the second one, which was okay, but the first one was better. Yeah, I, I would agree. The first one was definitely better, but the second one was still good, be- in part because the first one was so good. It kind of, you know, it, it, but you know, it's not, it's not like the East is Red level uh, sequel. It's, it's, uh, uh, you know, but it was enjoyable. Um, but yeah, Bride with White Hair, I thought was a really, if like, just like a perfectly made movie for me. It just kind of like there wasn't anything wasted. There was, you know, like, it, and, and all of the dramatic beats were amazing. And, and again, I'm always calling her Bridget Lynn, but Brigitte Lynn's performance was, was spectacular and she's and and again if you know you see her in anything she's usually quite good but this is like a really definitive role for her i think and um and so as a you know i i can't recommend the movie highly enough so i'm you know but it's it's so far it's the only movie that's gotten like high praise from all of us so so we'll uh we'll and i hope people don't hear me clicking too loudly here but i'll bold it and we'll uh we'll put that as a uh as a possibility for 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 the top place uh, any any other nominations for? Uh, well, I was for... just thinking because um, when I first joined in the podcast, I can't remember if it, if the first movie we did together um, was "Come Drink with Me." It was. I'm not sure it was. That... It was. Come it was. Drink with me. Uh, with you, yeah, okay. and I think the first movie with uh, me and Lady Chow Fung was um, probably "Flag of Iron" or yes, uh, okay, "Flag of Iron." Yep, because that's my favorite movie of yeah. all time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Now, the thing is, I don't think they've seen it, though, right? Have you, have you guys seen Flag of Iron? I haven't seen Flag of Iron. We're, we're going to have to do a special re- re- revisit of Flag of Iron um, okay. so that you guys can, can see it, too. Uh, well, I think we get some value out of it by saying, you know, if I got, we, that was pre Wuxia Weekend. This is yeah. the this is the Wuxia Weekend review of Flag of Iron. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> The previous yeah. unofficial. But, but everybody's seen "Come Drink with Me," right? Is that a is that a movie yes. that everybody's seen? Yeah, yeah, I'm comfortable How, with that. What, what's your opinions on that one? And and I should just say for people listening, "Come Drink with Me" is a very early Shaw Brothers film in the you know mid '60s, starring Chang Pei Pei, and it's it's one of those like early new school Wuxia that sort of uh, you know 
really established a lot of uh, foundational styles and stuff. Um, but yeah, what'd you what'd you guys think of Come Drink with Me? Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I'd say that was my sort of first experience with um, sort of you know sixties uh, well, early Shaw Brothers Bouchard uh, movies, um, and. Yeah, it was a very well-made movie. I, re- I remember the plot for it again, so that's like a, a, another plus for me. Um, and, um, you yeah, know, I, I thought Chen Pepe was really good in the movie. And although it was, I, I think I had a little, little bit of a gripe with um, how the, the, the sort of the tempo of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. maybe it was, I think it was the fight scenes or something. Mm-hmm. Where it's all very, uh, yeah, it's all very posing. Um, I think that's like, is that typical King Who? That was a King Who movie, but the yeah. second half was directed by somebody else, I believe, or the end was directed by somebody else. So there is a, there's a sharp difference in style when you go from the early part of the film to the later part. But I, but I believe you guys made similar remarks during Dragon Inn too. Um, so it might be we'll have to at some point do another. I, King I movie. enjoyed Dr- Dragon Inn actually. I was fine with the uh, you the were okay on that. That one worked for me. Yeah, like I said, I kind of it kind of gave it a a western feel to it having that kind of pace i i'd really like to do fatally khan at some point because i think that's one of his better more more pleasurable movies to watch do you know what i mean it's not it's not just i'm watching this because it's a classic <laughs> king who movie you're watching it because it's it's really just a fun enjoyable movie um but okay so so i know you know me and kenny like can come drink with me what, what did what did uh what did adam and 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 dion think I enjoyed um, Come Drink With Me. That was like the third time I'd watched it when I watched it with you guys. So um, I really liked it because I like Cheng Pei Pei and I like her style. And I I did like the uh, posing, but I think it was, you know, it was the beginning. You get to see the roots of um, where it all started for this. I guess you would say this part. Of the movie making phase or the, you know, the new movie making phase at that time. You feel like you're seeing something new and fresh, at least for the time that it was made. Like you get, you get that sense of vitality when you watch it. Um, And I like the storyline and I enjoyed uh, Dragon Gate Inn too, for the same reasons. Uh, They were very similar to me, but I thought that um, definitely come drink with me was the better of the two. And I think I you sort of remember pacing issues and trying to get in as well. But like Adam, I I do think that that pacing sort of uh, um, with me. Yeah, um, I'd agree. I, I I'm not sure if it's just sort of me thinking back on it now. Maybe I have to rewatch the movie to have a uh, a more concrete um, opinion on that. <laughs> but. Um, it's just something about how desolate the the setting of Dragon Gate in, where it sort of makes sense that everything is sort of drawn now, and it's the middle of a desert basically for uh, for all intents and purposes, right? So yeah, yeah having everything feel like it's drag dragging out really sort of adds to the sense of desolation of the setting and helps the movie along. But for Conjuring with me, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, I think I have to rewatch it to form a better opinion. Now that I've seen more of these more of these. Uh, types of uh, movies because yeah back like i said that was my first brush with it so uh, maybe i wasn't looking out for the right things and i wasn't feeling um the movies like i like i do now adam what about you on come drink with me yeah i i i mean i watched it on my own i didn't watch it as part of the podcast i just watched it because you you've strongly recommended a number of times strong arm by brendan yeah i know i know i, I just wouldn't <laughs> shut up but uh i <laughs> no i i have to agree that it, uh, i mean it's one of those movies you do watch and you t- you are taking into account the fact that this is a very formative movie for the for the the movie genre of of wuxia and i i know i i really enjoyed seeing that i'd I'd already watched a number of these movies in the podcast by them so it was was kind of exciting going back and looking at that yeah and and it's one of my favorite movies i've I've talked about it endlessly but uh i went through a period where i was watching it all the time just like it was just one of those who's constantly watching it and uh and i used to love to show it to people and not tell them who cheng pei pei was but know that they would recognize her 
from Crouching Tag or Hidden Dragon, and it would slowly dawn on them. And mm-hmm. that was always a pretty similar reaction because, you know, she's really young when she makes Come Drink. She's got to be like 18 or something. So, but her face, you can still tell it's her. It's like a, she's got a very, you know, like a very recognizable face. So it's always funny to see people's response to that. Um, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so I don't know what, what other, any other movies that we might, uh, that people might advance as a possibility of the number one film. I want to nominate um, Swordmaster. I, mm. I just can't get enough of that movie. I keep watching it over and over again. I know Flag of Iron is my favorite, and we did Disciples of Shaolin, which is my second favorite. But I really enjoyed the Swordmaster remaking of um, Death Duel. Was just I thought it was amazing the way that um, Derek Yi reimagined. The movie, I liked the way that it was shot. I loved the characters in the movie. I was so invested in the movie. I just I just watched yeah. it again recently. Yeah, my, my estimation of that movie goes up every time I see it. When I first saw it, I was impressed, but I you know, there were some things I was like, Well, I wonder how I feel about that. And then every viewing after that it just kept going up and up and I, I found more stuff about it I liked. And uh it's it's I, th- I think it's a really one of the one of the one of the few truly good wuxia movies in the past couple of years like i think what was it 2016 swordmaster came out yes something like that i, could, I believe we i i get so fuzzy headed with these i could be you know off by a year but sometime around then i think is when it came out 2016 20, december 1st okay so so and it's based on sort of the third young master uh by by gulong and so it's you know the the source material is quite good and i i and, and death duel is also drawn on the same source material i i i think it's a um but this it just has a striking look this movie it's uh it, it really creates like a world that you, it's it i don't think i've seen a, a world like that in another film um which is i think the thing that i i has been causing me to respond so strongly to it every time I watch it. Um, I don't know, you, what did you guys think of it? I didn't watch Swordmaster. Yeah, oh, you guys I, didn't I think, see Swordmaster? Oh, I was out that week. Uh, I watched the first five minutes of it like later on. I went back, but I didn't get to watch it. So I know what you're saying. It's a very striking-looking yeah. movie. And I'm now I think I'm like, why haven't I gone back and watched that? Because that looked really cool. So, but that, I, uh, so that movie's definitely going to get shortchanged tonight because I think if everybody saw yes. it, I have a feeling it would maybe end up number one, but I don't... Uh, but because we, we, you know, obviously not everybody got to see it. Um, I'm going to give it like a special a special symbol on my list just to indicate that it's, uh, you know, it's like... This, this, you have to strong arm the rest of us into watching it. Yeah, well, that's, you know, what I always... I always end up, you know... Yeah, forcing people to watch wuxia movies that's uh, exactly um so i guess if you know... one movie that we've watched that's on the list um the five venoms i don't think did, we watched that right didn't we, we watched did the we five venoms on the podcast. yeah we did oh yeah and it, it's not on it's not on the on, on on the list uh here oh. well i think the five and venoms definitely it. Uh, the Five Venoms is one of the. I mean, that's one of the best it's you know, martial arts. Movies yeah, it is. Like, because I, I was, I was thinking, okay, so maybe I could talk about the Venoms, but then I looked, I looked through the list. And, oh, it's not there. That's weird. Yeah, but we it's it. there because I remember, I remember it because it's one of the the the, the, the first sort of Venom mob movie that um, I watched as well with you guys. Um, so it, it struck out to me, uh, and it was a very good movie as well. There was the uh, a lot more intrigue than than I would have expected from um, that kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. You 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 imagine something quite different, and uh, uh, but but it really is kind of like a kind of like a mystery type type film. Um, yeah, I think it kind of um, the towards the late seventies there were more entries into the mystery martial arts, I guess genre, if you want to call it that. And this was one of its first. It was, you know, basically written to uh, showcase five guys and their talent and to introduce them to the world as a group. And so um, the story, it was very story driven and less martial arts driven. But the more movies that they did together, obviously, the more martial arts styles were shown in it. But it's really good movie just because of the the storyline and 
the chemistry of the actors is awesome and the fight styles that are uh, showcased also. Yeah. I mean, and they, yeah, they definitely all have a lot of charisma too. There's like a, um, and you do get us, you get, it's like you said, like you, like you don't get like the full display of martial arts like you do in their later films, but you get a strong taste of it. You get a sense of what these people are capable of. And, uh, and they're, and they're, I mean, they're, they're the physical performances of these guys can be quite amazing. Um, and and again, yeah, and also it's just a cool movie. They got like the cool masks. Do you know what I mean it's just like it's yes. like a, it's it's like the kind of movie that like is just you know just on those grounds alone. It's it's kind of like a badass film, you know. Um, and there's a line from that movie that just about everyone knows, even if they haven't seen it. Poison Clan rocks the world. <laughs> it's like so out of place in that time period that it just stands out. So. Yeah, and actually, didn't we have a discussion about, like, Kenny, were you saying something about the original language of that when we, when we... I, I, I was thinking about that just now, but I can't remember what the original wording um, was, but I, I, I think Rocks the World is probably accurate it's just that you have okay. to use a different connotation of the word rock <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of appropriate because it because it reminds me it does the movie has like a rock and roll vibe to it in like the costuming and all that you know what i mean there is like a like a, a feel that that you know where it just works even if that wasn't the intention um but uh but yeah, so yeah, I, I remember you say I remember you saying that when I bought, when I when we were talking about it um on the podcast recording as well. You, I think word for word. You oh, said. <laughs> well, it's good to know that so I'm consistent. It's good to see that you're consistent. Yeah. yeah, my memory is so bad. I've been known to completely say a different thing from time to time. But uh, um, but another movie I would recommend is Reign of Assassins. I think that was a particular. That was good a good film. one. That was, yeah, a that, was that was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, and I was scrolling through with movies uh, and my Amazon watch list to, to prepare. That was one that jumped out at me as being one of my favorites. Yeah, that one. That one like affected me. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I don't know how to put like that was one where like I feel like that movie had an impact on me and almost moved me as a person. And you know, it's very rare to have that kind of experience. Um, so I, I think it definitely belongs on the list. Um, What's the movie? Yeah, watched, someone. Right? Okay. Someone just posted some pictures and um and some short clips from that movie on Facebook in one of the groups I belong to and I was just like, Oh, that's like one of my favorite <laughs> movies and one of my favorite couples and some of my favorite fight scenes. So yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. I loved the couple, the central couple. Uh, yeah, I, I did too. Kenny, Kenny, what were you gonna ask? Oh, I just wanted to ask what the movie we watched with the um, the Tridents. Um, oh, that was um, was that the Masked Avengers? Masked oh, Avengers. Avengers. Is that even on? Yeah, the list? that was another one. That yeah. was before me. Oh, you didn't, but but you've seen the Masked Avengers, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, and that's the podcast I actually listened to that made me contact you. Okay, and look up your <laughs> all right. Okay, so like, so what I, I remember doing on the podcast for that one as well, but I, was I? No, I yeah. Oh, you know what? That that was the one where we, we we were still sort of figuring out our format, and I think we just literally went through the movie from the very beginning to the very end, and we ended up we ended up talking about the plot of the movie for the length of the film. It was a, <laughs> yes. Uh, it was I, like an hour and a half <laughs> podcast, and I think it was Elliot was telling the story, and I mean he was going point by point by point, almost word for word and dialogue for dialogue. It was so funny. So, Mast Avengers. I really like the Mast Avengers. That's a, um, I I think it's a it's a really cool film. Uh, I don't I don't know how. how uh, Lady Xiaofeng, you you really like the movie, I'm assuming. Um, I really like the movie. It was my um, it's my second favorite Venom's movie, and I had some bones to pick with Elliot over that podcast because there <laughs> were some things in there that I totally disagree with on that. Well, um, but I'd have to listen to it again, um, to um, to remember exactly what they were. And I think he mentioned something about costuming that I was totally against that kind of, for some reason sticks out in my mind. Yeah, well, well, Elliot is no stranger to controversy and he has very strong. <laughs> I remember, I remember when he, when, when we did the bride with white hair, he was the one person who didn't like, 
I, I think he liked it up until the end, and then the end completely ruined the movie for him. So he 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 has very striking opinions. Um, he, and, he he has a vision of what things should be like, and when they're not yeah. that way, then mm. it's like oh, to the bin you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to we'll have to have a. Uh, a, a debate between you and him on uh, on Mass Avengers, or at least the costuming in Mass Avengers. Uh, it's totally unrelated, but I still can't get over the fact that he puts cheddar cheese and carbonara <laughs> instead of parmesan. Like, well, I, I, I just anyway. We, we've been having an ongoing. Elliot is in a game on Tuesday that we play, and we've had an ongoing discussion about the appropriateness of of cheddar cheese and carbonara, and uh, and Elliot's very pro carbonara and 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 and, um and it's and it's been we've had some knock knock down uh debates over over it um so but i think that's a whole that's a whole topic that's separate from the podcast (laughs) we shall weekend does carbonara is i'd love to talk i could talk about pasta (laughs) forever but (laughs) you know um but so what did uh kenny what'd you think of masked avengers I really enjoyed it. That that one was another one which had quite a bit of intrigue, and the I remember some of the mechanisms like that they were using were pretty funky. Uh, people spinning while being crucified, and uh, and doors made of razor blades for whatever goddamn reason, <laughs> and unnecessary people hiding behind curtains was another thing which uh, <laughs> struck out to me in, in, in that movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed it though, like for all the sort of. Um, yeah, you know, wacky stuff in the movie. You know, it was all very well woven together, and the set was definitely very memorable, and the characters were quite memorable there as well. So I definitely put that one quite highly on on the, on the list on my, on my list of uh, top movies. Yeah, Adam. Adam, did you see the Masked Avengers or no? I have not seen it. Okay, so I do have it on my watch list, so I'm going to push it up the list a bit since so, it's uh, so. This is so one. This oh, is spoiler one that might, alert. Might, people, might people get lose crucified. on a technicality. <laughs> yeah, you ruined it. I'm not going to watch it now. It, it, it <laughs> might lose on a technicality then. Um, uh, so yeah. So but yeah, that's a it's a really it's a it's a good movie, and I love the whole you know secret sort of uh, society where they society. have the, yeah, and and you don't necessarily know who anybody is, and it's it, and also the tridents are are. are cool badass yeah yeah they look they a lot of times with these movies you know you can you can intellectualize it but really it boils down to that's a really fun looking weapon that they're that they're slaughtering people with in interesting ways it's just like a you know uh it's it's all about the you know picking picking something that looks right for for what they're trying to do um so what about the assassin the uh the jimmy wang yu uh cheng che film um did we do that one or did we not do that one? We did. Uh, that was the first, my first episode. Was that was your first one. Okay. So yeah. how do people feel about that one? Oh, I can't remember it. Um, <laughs> well, I think it's going to go off the was list. Was this though. the one with the, 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 the flying rock thing? Um, it, it was the, the one with um, where he, 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 he tries to kill the king or the prime, no, the prime minister at the end. And then he, uh, yeah. he, 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 cuts off his own face and uh and i think he disembowels himself is he it's like a like a martyr yeah, type was, film um, it, was, but, it was but it was, it was like a, it, yeah go ahead i'll say it was it was yeah i mean it for me it was it was uh being, being the first one i'd watched after watching hero it was like oh it was like it was kind of a, kind of a reverse version of that to an extent where yeah. the character was trying to do this assassination and did actually go through with it but, uh... and, and they're both from the records of the Grand Historian, I believe. So they're both kind of rooted in, in similar source material, but different different assassins. Um, yeah, a similar time period, if I recall. But uh, yeah, very early, very early. In fact, they're talking about bronze weapons and these newfangled like. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I but yeah, I I, I like that one a lot. I mean, it was uh, it, I mean uh. The first two I watched were that one, which was a very dramatic, serious, measured early Shaw Brothers kind of production, and then then we went straight from that to Web of Death, which was just like <laughs> it was just like wow, it was just, it was just, it just the, those first two episodes showed me just the broad range that you can fit into the Wuxia genre, and I was in love at that point. 
Yeah, that really that's interesting because I, I it wasn't planned, but that that really is a good. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are very, very good guides to to the to the range for at least Shaw Brothers, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, uh, there's, yeah. there's other other axes if you go yeah. with other studios and so on. But but uh, but yeah, I think I thought the assassin. I think the thing I like about it is that it's so complete that it's got you know it's a full evening of storytelling. You get mm-hmm. you get the love story, you get the the really cool assassination plot, you get the political stuff, and it's it and it's and there's something like innocent about the movie I, I don't know how to explain it it just feels like it's it's just very, it's just a very charming film and and yeah I think the I, characters has such pure motives he's just this character that has this one focus and he's on it so it you know i mean i don't know if being an assassin is innocent exactly but it's it's it there's it, it's it's very simple in its intentions to an extent which works well yeah dion what about you I don't remember the movie, honestly. <laughs> okay, all right, that's fair. Um, I so... remember after you mentioned that um, the, the disemboweling thing. So it's just the one where there was like that weird scene where he's like a, he's got a, a sworn brother who like sends him off in like a pavilion. And everyone's dressed in white, right? Is that the yeah, one? yeah, and the women are yeah. crying and <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> a weird funeral thing while they're sat there drinking wine before he goes off on his final mission. So, so I guess uh, that's another one that'll lose on a technicality. Um, yeah. <laughs> our, our bad memories. Well, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Like, what are you you, you do? say technicality, but if we can't remember the plot of the movie, you know. Oh, well, that's that's a good point because you guys saw it, you just can't really recall it. So, yeah. I guess that one doesn't win. Yeah, that that's a legitimate loss, which. Uh, you know, okay. It's a shame because yeah, I, I remember enjoying the movie. It's just that it didn't stick with me for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's it is a good movie. It's like I said, for me being my first one I watched on the podcast, it's very pivotal to me. But uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I can see other people not sticking with them as much. What about um? Did we all do Buddha's Palm? Was that one that we all did, or did we not all do that one? I did, I did not Buddha's do the podcast, but I watched it on my own. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I love Buddha's Bomb. That's, uh, not, I was not part of that one. Okay, so that that's uh, that one probably won't get the the, the the full the full treatment. Dion, were you there for Buddha's Palm? Yes. What did you think of it? I enjoyed that. Um, it's another Derek Yee film, and he's one of my favorites. And um, I enjoyed it. Jason... I'm going to say it wrong. Pai Piao. Oh, Pai Piao, I think is how. Yeah. Um, is in it and it lends a bit of comedy um, to it, which I thought was great. Um, I love the formations uh, that the monks did when they had to battle. And, you know, I thought that was a really cool movie. And it had a bit of intrigue, too, because you didn't know exactly what. Well, I didn't know exactly what was going on the first time I watched it. Um, who was betraying who? So it was pretty good. And um, and also the uh, what was the other one that we uh, uh, did, was everybody here for Heroes Shed No Tears? Because I know I think we had like a big. Yes, I was here for Heroes Shed No Tears. Yes. Okay. What what do people think of that one? That was, that was, it was a, it, yeah no I I remember the movie so that's I don't know if that's because I also read the book um so it was a good movie um but i don't i don't know if it, it, it felt fairly you know average among the whole list of movies that we've got mm-hmm. here um i, I remember, I remember the, the scheming guy uh plotting behind everyone's back the, the mm-hmm. box that uh that combines into into funky weapons and um it's coming back to me now yeah, yeah and then yeah the, the grief that that guy had when that one woman died I, I, i'm just saying things that i remember about the movie and I, I don't the, the plot is still a bit of hazy in my head actually but i these are the points that, that i remember and i remember enjoying it but if i can't tell you what the plot of the movie is and it's probably not that not that memorable for me yeah, I put it in a similar range. I, I liked it. It's definitely a good movie, but it, it wasn't something that, that absolutely thrilled me to the level where I'd, I'd want to promote it as being our top pick here. Mm. No, that's 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 reasonable. Um, okay, I got one. I got one that I think everybody will have a strong opinion on. My Young Auntie. Hmm. 
I wasn't there for the podcast. Um, That was one of those days where the snow kept me on the road for hours and hours. Remember? Oh, yeah. I I remember there were a couple. There were a couple of times you had some traffic things going on. Yes. Um, But that's one like one of my favorite uh, Kara Hui movies. Um, I just love that movie. I think it showcased her talent very well. And it was funny and kind of bizarre a little bit. Um, but you know, I love love that movie. It's just it's I think it's probably my favorite movie of hers. Yeah, I was, that was the movie that introduced me to Kara Hui. So I I I have a lot of affection for that too because I I've enjoyed everything we've seen her in, and uh, and that that was just, that was a good place to start definitely. But uh, uh, yeah, I I I mean it's it's a unconventional choice to an extent but it's it's just a really solid movie yeah it's a, i think they call it like a slice of life movie right it's one of these slice of life films where it's it's and it's also definitely not wuxia it's got some kung fu in it but it's it's also got a lot of dance numbers and things in it yeah so. it's in like the, the the 20th early 20th century or something i forget exactly when it was set and uh so yeah it's it, once again it's debatable if you can call it wuxia but it's it, it's and it, it, yeah it is it is very comedic in tone but uh but yeah i i i wouldn't be opposed to it, it being our pick but uh i don't know if i i necessarily push it as the first pick it's tough to say yeah, yeah, definitely not. I don't know. Like, is it definitely not a wish? Because it had, yeah, sort of elements you'd find in a wish. Yeah, okay. Just like, they also they also added a bit of song and dance to it, which, or, which isn't necessarily a bad thing in my opinion. Um, yeah, wish doesn't necessarily have to mean like gritty, um, serious, edgy no. types of movies, yeah. right? So no, my um, my objection is just I don't know if you can be into as modern a time period as it was and still be because you know i i believe from what i've read that like that you know pre-modern china and it's like well i don't know it's kind of a gray area there because i i do remember like there was some sort of remarkable physical feats shall we say which you know are, 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 are beyond the realm of kung fu yeah. movies mm-hmm. it did and have it was some it of... was about kind of a righteous uh you know Kung Fu goal to you know so yeah I, I would well, see a lot of uh, a lot of wuxia in it definitely. Well, he, here's what I would say is that um, uh, it definitely gets into the to the realm by the <coughs> end especially because they even have the wuxia costuming on when they and again it's like it's it's costuming like the characters don the attire of or at least she dons the attire of a wuxia hero. Um, That's true. But, that, but That's she true. dresses like a wuxia hero at the end, so I think it's like a there is sort of that vibe kind of underlying even though there's a lot of stuff that also feels like a like a marilyn monroe movie or something like you know there's like a <laughs> you know it, 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 but but even that movie dragon you know also called wuxia is pretty modern day and it's still kind of i mean it's not i don't know if it's quite at the period that this one is but it's still much more recent i think and yeah. uh and you know this is uh I, th- I think it's a weird line i i i feel like for me and this is just my personal opinion, but for me, as long as it's the past and it's used in a romantic way, like, you know, it's like a, like a, you know, some kind of historical romance and it involves the kinds of thing Kenny was invoking, like the lightness Kung Fu and, you know, the, the foundational stuff that makes up wuxia martial arts. Uh, and it's got sort of that, uh, uh, you know, that martial world to it. it then it sort of, to me is a, is a wuxia, but, uh, um, but you know we'll probably have to do another podcast just talking about wuxia in general because uh, that's, <laughs> that's a whole topic on its own, and it's one where you know I, you kind of need room to explain what you mean when you say stuff like that. But uh, yeah. but 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 I but 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 for my point of view, I I think it's I think Kenny has a solid point that it that it might might actually fit. Um, but I don't know any any other movies before we examine the ones that we selected and see which one we think is the 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 victor of this uh of this discussion so i gotta uh, okay so this is this journey to the west uh conquering the demons was is not a, a wuxia movie it's like a, it's fairly solid in the fantasy category right but i really enjoyed that movie um mm-hmm. 
it was quite hard. Like it, it balanced, you know, there's a nice balance of comedy and seriousness towards the end of the movie. There, like even, yeah, the, the fight scenes were fairly, you know, not nonsense. Not say nonsensical, but you know, special effects heavy, shall we say? Um, but it was very enjoyable uh, nonetheless. Um, so, I, I, I don't know. I, it's hard. To get, I don't know. It's difficult because it's it's basically one of the only ones on the list which falls firmly into the fantasy genre that we have at the moment, right? Well, well, um, does it? Would you? I mean, it does have elements. Um, it does have elements of Wuxia, though. I think, um, especially the way that they had the demon hunters kind of be part of this. You know what I mean? Like this society. Like there was a, um, and and it's a, it's a Stephen Chow film, so you know he always kind of there's always there always seems to be this underlying Wuxia element. Like like Shaolin Soccer still had some amount of Wuxia in it, and uh, Kung Fu Hustle had some amount of wuxia to it but um but but yeah i think i would if i were to describe journey of the west i would probably call it like a mythic film like it to me it sort of gets in it's it's sort of the realm of fantasy and myth um, yeah definitely i would definitely agree that it was it's a fantasy movie and the, the wuxia elements is a bit yeah, there's i mean yeah, yeah, well, okay, so we'll say we'll save that definition discussion thing for 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 another I'll say, time. I'll but... say I'll say I'll say this for just to throw my thing in. It's like the the protagonist doesn't really achieve his goals through his martial training. He gains them just through his spiritual purity. It's kind of That's which true. is a whole different a whole different tack than your than you know. So he's not the main character is not a martial hero. Yeah. So that that would be an element to factor in. But but mm-hmm. I would I would still agree with you, Kenny, that I thought it was one of the best movies that we reviewed, and I think is if we're, yeah. if we're opening it up to general films, I would I would definitely. I, well, I think I think I think I'm the one that muddied the waters by bringing whether something's wuxia. So I think I think really the question is what what is our favorite movie of the movies we've watched. So I think I think it is eligible, even though it, it's debatable whether it's wuxia. So but. so what are your feelings on it, Adam? Do you, do you, did you really enjoy it, or did you? Yeah, I've actually uh, actually rewatched that because okay. I enjoyed it enough. So that's that's definitely on my list of favorites. And uh, Lady Chow Fung, what about you? That was definitely one of my favorites. It was one of my favorites, definitely out of the Stephen Chow movies that we've mm-hmm. done. Um, I, at first, I remember thinking when you when I start watching it was what am I watching here? Uh, what are we doing? Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it as the movie went on. I really got into it. I liked the characters a lot and became invested in the storyline. So yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was a good movie. I'd watch it again. I, I really, th- I think it's a fabulous movie. And the thing that I like about it was what I like about all of his films is it just has heart to it. It's like a, you know, you feel you feel like this bittersweet thing at the end, and mm-hmm. and it's all done like that, like the, like the, the 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 rhythm to how he achieves these things is is uh, is is surprising at times, and 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 especially in that movie, the the moment the the big moment at the end is uh, is like heartbreaking, but also kind of like it's a moment of awe. So I. Uh, I, 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 it's one of, it's definitely one of my top films in general. Um, but yeah, so I don't know any, you know, any other movies that people would want to throw in there that, that, that we might've overlooked or forgotten about. I think we've got quite enough. Got quite on, enough. On the list I think we're right. <laughs> All right, so here we, uh, we could definitely keep going because, like, none of the movies and oh, okay, very few of the movies on the list, I'd say, were were bad in my opinion. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, all we right. can always find so, a good thing to talk about I'm, a movie with. So just, I'm <laughs> only going to talk about the movies that got three like really impressive stars, or not three, four really impressive stars from all of us. So that's going to exclude films like uh, um, uh, The Assassin, which you know there there is you know there there was you know two really enthusiastic, and then two that didn't remember it as much, and so um, so. Our first film is Bride with White Hair. Our second is Come Drink With Me. Our third is Five Venoms, Reign of Assassins, My Young Auntie, 
and Journey to the West. And I can cut and paste and send those to everybody if they want, if that's more helpful. That's a really tough choice to pick one of those. Like I said. <laughs> yeah, that's a... I would agree. I would agree that that's tough. Um, oh. Yeah, my heart is torn between two of them, actually. There's, there's, um, just, there's just enough diversity in those movies, too, of, like, you know, feel and style and stuff, too, that it's hard to compare some of them. Well, isn't this why, you know, you, the Oscars have categories, right? Because you can't yes, judge. You can't, you can't, like, put that's movies true. against each other like that. It's a bit... Um, it's, it's hard to compare something like my young auntie to the bride of white hair they're doing totally different things yeah uh, but uh but if we had to if, if if somebody had a gun on all our heads right now <laughs> you know insisted that we that we pick the top like, dude you need to chill out about <laughs> wuxia it's not that serious <laughs> well i guess I, you know what i don't think that's a... the right response when somebody has a gun to your head i think uh, <laughs> i think you tell them a movie <laughs> That you think is going to get the gun away from you. Um, <laughs> Wait, read yeah, the like, list I, one more time. So I just sent it to everybody, but the list is okay. Bride with White Hair, Come Drink With Me, Five Venoms, Reign of Assassins, My Young Auntie, Journey to the West, and um, oh, and I think Swordmaster should be on there, shouldn't it? Um, no, because not everybody saw it. Not oh, everybody all right. It. No. Okay. No, all not right. everybody saw it. All right, so yeah, then that was the list. So rather than trying to pick the best from the list, we can try eliminating the the worst, I guess. Like, wh- which of the movies from the list would people be happy never seeing again? I mean, these are all movies I would always want to see these movies again. That's that's. Oh, you're not helping, Brendan. I, I know, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to help either because yeah. I agree. If if you if you were saying, "Hey, let's watch fill in the blank with any of those tonight," I'd be like, "Sure, okay." Because yeah, these. Well, are all... I'll eliminate something. Okay. The only movie on this list that I have not seen more than twice is Journey to the West. Okay. All right. So we can okay. we, we can eliminate that one. I am I am I am sending it away to another place on my notepad. Um, all right. So that leaves. I, I, I would oh, say that my young auntie, like while enjoyable, I feel like I've gotten what I gotten the my value out of it watching it once okay. already. I don't feel the mm-hmm. urge to watch it multiple times. So I don't know if you guys would agree, but that's probably one we can say isn't top of well, the list. I you still don't have like to, to agree as long yeah, as one yeah. of us feels that way. It's 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 banished. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I I love watching it again and again, but I, I I can definitely see how once you get the concept, you don't necessarily need to see it again. Um, right. Uh, all right. So that leaves Bry with white hair. Come drink with me. Five venoms and reign of assassins. That's a tough. tough oh. <laughs> um. Oh man. I mean. I don't know. I. I mean, I really like come drink with me. But I. But if I'm if if I'm being totally honest with like you know just just like what I would you know want to see if, if like I was locked on an island and I had to pick one. I would pro- I've probably seen it enough now that I don't you know what I mean so it's not fair but uh I could probably take that one off the list just by the fact that I've seen it enough um and I would still want to watch Oh man this is very difficult um but I but I would say we should take come drink with me off the list even though it it feels wrong yeah, I think a lot of comedy of me is probably mm, no. I, I can I, obviously different from you. Like it's not it's not a movie I've seen a lot of times, but at the same time, like it's uh, you know it's one of the, the, the one of the first that I've watched uh, of the old uh, Wuxia movies. So I, I would be happy to. I it, it's definitely you know groundbreaking in, in the sense that it was one of the, one of the first, right? So mm-hmm. was it the first? No, it's not technically the first. It's it's yeah, one of the very it... first new wave or new school wuxia that Shaw Brothers started putting out in the mid '60s. But there was actually the Temple, of the Red Lotus trilogy before that, or at least the first movie in that trilogy, and I think a couple of other films. Um, there there are some early contenders. Usually, I think it is described as the first, but I'm pretty sure there are some others. And then even and then before that, there were still plenty of wuxia movies. It's just they weren't this wave. Um, all right i'm gonna go the other direction and try and propose a winner okay I think, yeah I, 
All right. I think I think Five Venoms. We already talked about it. Has really good intrigue kind of plot going to it. It's got amazing martial arts. I feel like it's it's just got a lot of a lot of things going for it that are just make it a good representative kind of uh, example. So I, I I just just you know, if you ask me tomorrow, I might come up with a different answer. But I'm going to go with that as my gut feeling right now. No, it definitely is Go ahead. one of the more iconic choices that we have here. So, uh, um, no, I, 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 I would be happy if um, Five Venoms was the only movie that I had to watch from the list ever again. So I think that's okay. I'm a Venom Mob girl, so you know I'm not going to say no to that one. I, I knew I had your vote. Yeah, yeah I was like, <laughs> I, I, that was part of my consideration process. I felt it already, right. but I'm like, all right, I know I'm going to get at least one person backing I, me up. I'm on the fence, but I can go with that. I think that's a, you know. What, what are you on the fence with, just out of curiosity? I, 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 I really want the Bride with White Hair to win this one, I think. But I thought I you were the one arguing against. No, you weren't arguing against Bride. Where did I get that from? Okay, Bride with white hair is really good too. I don't but, know. No, no, but, no. Uh, but I think I think it's fair that five venoms. I, I, I it, it, number one, it's 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 had much more impact than either of the films on the list that we have so far. I mean, even you know, uh, as good as they are, not nearly as many people know those movies as they know the five venoms. And it's a really good movie. And it's a movie that whenever I've recommended it to people, they've always been, like, their reaction has always been more ecstatic than my recommendation for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, mm-hmm. like usually it's the opposite. Usually I'm like, you got to see this. And then, you know, <laughs> the reaction okay. is much more muted. Uh, so, I, I, and, and it's a movie that I would be content to watch over and over again, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, it, it doesn't seem to diminish uh, or get boring the more times you watch it. Uh, so I think I think it's a I think it's a fair winner. Um, and I would and say... it's fitting. It's fitting because our Patreon levels are based on the five venom. That's true. Oh, that's, that's true. true. Which which reminds me again, if anybody wants to support the podcast, you know, you can go and t- see exactly what Dion is talking about, where we have these different reward levels, and they're all based on venom mob stuff and. Yeah, I can I can think of why there would be a different slight difference in our opinion too, Brendan, because we we were on a big Shaw Brothers run early when I joined the podcast, and so, so like my formative feeling of Wusha is very heavily influenced well, by '70s Shaw Brothers stuff. Whereas I know I know the '90s are a huge era to you, so well, which I, I, I like, like '90s stuff too, but I like both. Um, well, so do I. Yeah, so do I. So, I'm just saying. I, I feel like the, the 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 core part of my Wusha brain, though, is like kind of coalesced around the uh, '70s Shaw Brothers well, stuff. And, and I think '70s Shaw Brothers is like uh, it's kind of like our like on this podcast, at least. It is sort of like our foundational material. That's we always <laughs> like to go back to the Shaw Brothers stuff and into the into the '70s and the early '80s uh, because I don't know. I think that's sort of our comfort zone, and that's what we like to watch. Um, but, but, but again, I think, I think, I think, uh, we actually have a very interesting list because, uh, the, the remaining three are five Venoms, Bride with White Hair and Reign of Assassins. And those are all representative of very different eras. So I feel like we have a good number one winner, which is the five Venoms and then the runners up, which are, you know, Bride with White Hair, which is a nineties movie and the Reign of Assassins, which, when did that come out? 2011 or something, I think, um, I don't remember the exact date, but it was it's a post two thousand movie at least, and and so I think that gives us a really good, you know, th- those are three very solid recommendations. Yeah, um, if we just could fit an eighties one in there, we'd be uh, all set. But oh, we did have my young auntie in there earlier that we did we took out. So yeah, you're right. So um, so yeah, so I don't know. I, I guess I guess you know we've been going. We were going to do a lot more this this podcast, um, but we never even got past our initial. Uh, topic. <laughs> we actually had we had uh, I think five other topics to go over five or four um, so save those for next time yeah. we, we have logistical issues yeah. in getting the movie so <laughs> uh, so I don't know does anybody have anything to add on this any 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 comments or thoughts 
Uh, we, we, we don't really review any bad movies so you know despite the fact that we're sort of eliminating things or excluding things from our list it doesn't necessarily mean that the movie's bad and not worth watching etc it just means that um it, 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 in, in a sea of stars there are some that's trying brighter than others i'd say yeah yeah I, I i mean i can i can think of one that people were most negative on but even that had a lot of good stuff in it so which which was the one people were most negative on? It seems to me Cat versus Rat, the ones I've yeah. said, was the one people had the most negative stuff to say. But near the end of it, I felt like in the beginning I wasn't that into it. But by the end of the movie, I was actually really kind of engaged. The later half of it was very enjoyable to me. I remember thinking that would have made a great sort of early morning viewing type thing. But it, it just it just it felt like it. I think it felt like a TV show almost more than a movie to me. Well, the early part was very much in the same location and very repetitive things back and forth back and forth and it, it just and then once they once they got away from that set with the two houses mm. back to back the movie just came alive but it took a while to get there <laughs> so yeah so uh, i don't know any any other thoughts So yeah, I I don't know. I think Five Venoms is a really I mean that's a that's a solid movie. I think I think that I think if you recommend Five Venoms that's the least likely to disappoint people if they haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Um and I would also say people should check out Brian with White Hair and Reign of Assassins and and as well as Come Drink with Me, My Young Auntie and Journey of the West. Um but but I think we got a you know a, a solid number 1 that we all agree on. Um and uh and yeah, we got and again, apparently we've done over 60 movies. So we we you know, uh you know, hopefully the, you know, these are giving people, you know, ideas of films they might want to watch or if they've seen the movie, they'll have uh, you know, some some something extra to chew on, you know, uh, so uh and and again, I I think we we all do want to apologize that we didn't have the Blade tonight. That was our original plan was to review the Blade, and we're going to have to wait on that, but we are going to get to it. And uh, I think it'll be better when we do because it's 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 an unusual film that it it it, it requires that everybody saw the movie to, to have a a good discussion. Um, I want to get everybody's opinion on it. And uh, and and again, we'll be be on next week. I don't know what our movie is for next week. I don't know if anybody has that on hand to uh, to announce now. But uh, I think our what is our what is our topic next Painted month? Skin, I think. So so we're doing uh Spirited Beasts and Ghosts next yep. month, is that it? So so yep. we're doing what, the two thousand eight painted skin? I believe so. And it says painted skin on the thing, so it doesn't have a year after it, so I'm not sure which yeah, version. Yeah, it's the first one to the one we we already watched Painted Skin Two Resurrection. Okay. So we're going back and watching Painted Skin. Okay. So yeah, there is there is like a nineties King Who painted skin movie. Um, that was made very late in his career, and there's also like one in the '60s, and, a, and I think another one, but uh, but the 2008 is the one that we'll be doing, and uh, and again, th- this is much more like the story, Painted Skin. This one really is more like the the one that we saw, Resurrection, is pretty far removed from the source material. This one is trying to do the source material, so it'll be interesting, um, and so I would encourage anybody who. Uh, who is going to be listening to consider watching painted skin or at least reading the Pusong Ling story painted skin and, and then maybe joining us for the discussion. And, uh, all right. So, you know, you know, this, I know this was an unusual podcast. We don't normally do this structure, but it was kind of interesting. We, we got to, you know, it was kind of like the greatest hits. We got to go over and look at the stuff that we had done. And, uh, I think I, I was kind of surprised at how many movies we had done. So, um, (laughs) So, all right, so, so we will let you go, and we will talk to you later. <laughs>